Bokatov Shavua Tov, not Shavua Tov, Bokatov Chorish Tov, right? Shavua Tov was a few days ago, Chorish Tov. Okay, today's daf is daf Lamed Zayin and Beitzah. Uh, we're getting learning for a fourth shleim for Yosef Azriel Ben Chaya Michal. All right, from the uh, two dots, about uh, seven, six, seven lines down on the page. So we said on the Mishnah, Isurim <coughs> that applied to both Yontif as well as Shabbos. And we said that near the end of Mishnah, it says that you don't take Trumas and Maestras, you don't separate them on Shabbos and not even on Yontif. And the question that Morris says is, Pshita, isn't it obvious? You're fixing something. We had before, even though it's not a Doraisa, if you take Trumas and Maestras on Shabbos or, or, or Yontif, it's certainly Chal. And you could eat the remainder, the remainder is no longer Tevel, but still you're not supposed to. It's Pshita, it's obvious that you're repairing something over here. The other is Surum on and you say, lest you come to this, but here you're fixing something. Here's the Chiddush. The Chiddush is, is that you're not stop taking Trumas and Maestras that you can eat your food, the remainder. You take to separate the Trumas and Maestras, you're going to give to the Kohen and the Levi, and then you can eat your food. No, 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 no. We're talking about when you want to give the Truma that day to the Kohen. So it doesn't look necessarily that you're doing it in order to fix your food so you, your food is no longer temple, but rather you want to give to the Kohen. The Kohen's hungry on Yantif. Maybe he wants a meal, so you give him some Truma on that day. He says that that's the You might think, says Rashi, that that's okay because you could say it's it's not obvious that you're fixing your tevel. People don't know that you that you're going to eat the rest of it. People see you taking food to the coin. That's very nice. You're bringing him food on yantif for him to eat. So you might think that's okay. Come on, Shmuel, you still can't do it. How many paired the tefillah masbo? This is the this is what we say that you can't give true. You can't separate trumas and maestras on yantif to give to the coin. Even if you give it to him that day, is only if it was already teveled yesterday. Meaning it was also to eat yesterday before Yontif, and now you want to make it kosher by taking the trumas and off. I've appeared at Tefillah. If it just became tevel today, for example, go Isa Isa. Let's say you just prepared the dough today. You're baking challahs for Yontif, and you're preparing the dough. And when you take the dough, when you prepare the dough, that's when you chayiv and challah. Challah is only when you have the Isa. Go Isa la and challah. So there, it wasn't tevel yesterday. You're fixing today. That's part of the process today. You're making, you're making, you're baking bread. How do you bake bread? You t- you need you need the dough. Well, when you need the dough, you have to be mafresh challah. That's mafreshin being the coin. You can give it to the coin. Otherwise, how would you bake bread? You know, unless you had the dough before. But if you're making the dough now, the chiyav for challah is today on yontif. That you're allowed to do, even though challah is a kind of truma. Bahani says, uh, so all these things we said in the Mishnah, including this last one of uh, Trumas and Maestras, which are also, except in the case where the Chi of, of Tevel just came now, like we just said, in the case where you made, you needing chal, you're needing dough today on Yantif, there you're allowed to be mafresh the chal on Yantif, because there was no Chi of yesterday, and there you're part of the baking process, it's, part, it's necessary in order to be able to eat uh, food on Yantif. You didn't have an option yesterday. Things that you could have done yesterday, the rabbi said, do it yesterday, before Yantif, but this was only available, uh, you only had the, the dough on Yantif, that you're allowed to be mafresh the chal. Now the Gemara is going to go back to what the Mishnah said, that whatever is also because of a shvus, which is Tam and to prevent you from doing other Yisurim Daraisa, or because of Rashus, or because of Mitzvah, even when there's somewhat of a Mitzvah involved, or, or a real Mitzvah involved, the rabbis forbade that too, like we learned yesterday, you can't, uh, you don't uh, make, a, you don't, you're not Mekadosh and Isha, that's a, that's a Rashus, uh, even though it's really a Mitzvah, but let's say you already have a wife and children, you don't do Chalitz and Yibam, uh, and even you're not you do you don't makdish things to the base of mikdash, 
and machrimin, and you know, to shum even though these things are mamish mitzvahs. So the Gemara says, all these things, as we said, you said at the end of yesterday's daf and at the top of the, today's daf, is because you might come to write, you might uh, come to uh, do business, etc. So why do you say that it's also because of a shvus, also because you might come to do some iser. In other words, the things that we talked about, you're not maktish, things to the base of migdash, and yet you're from ISIS. The iser is because of a mitzvah, not because, because you might come to do something or because it looks a certain way, it looks like you're doing an iser. It's like, let me boy come. That's what it means. Let me boy shvus gray does certainly the things which are stam usser to do. For example, don't ride on an animal or don't climb a tree because you might come to. Uh, uh, you might come to uh, knock a branch off, take a branch off. So it's an iser. There's no mitzvah involved in that at all. So let me boy shvus greatest. So it's some an iser because you might come to do an iser doraisa. The rabbis forbid you from doing an iser. The rabbis made an iser abon on a gzera. You shouldn't come to be over. There's no mitzvah though involved. Even when there's somewhat of mitzvah, is where there's a partial mitzvah involved, right? It's um, uh, Rashi, what's the lesson of Rashi? He says that uh, mitzvah, mitzvah, it's a partial mitzvah, a shtickle mitzvah, you'd say. For example, marrying a woman when you already have a wife and kids, or chalitz and yibum, when there's really somebody else who could do it, an older brother, as we said yesterday. So I feel the that's also also because you might come to do some other is. Not only some words are a partial mitzvah, the mitzvah, where your mom is doing a mitzvah, you're giving something to the base of Migdash, you're giving a person's value to the base of Migdash, or you're taking towards ice, that's mamish a mitzvah to do. That they also forbid, lest you come to do some bigger is or because of the way it looks, because you're metakin something and it looks uh, that's close to um to Makabapatish. So at the end of the mission we said we said that all these things were said on Yantav, certainly on Shabbos. And then he ends off, We said that's really the klal of this whole Masech. All these sermons of Shabbos apply to Yantav as well, except for things involved in cooking. And as we'll see, uh, things that the things that your matzah for cooking, your matzah also shalolitzorach, even if it's not for cooking, like carrying, which is normally you carry to carry food, you're also mutter to carry other things like your talus or your handkerchief or whatever. So at the end of the mission, it says, But so it means that there's no difference between Shabbos and Yantav, except for when it comes to food, comes to uh, preparing food. But the beginning of the mission said, and then, I mean, the pre- previous mission, rather, the previous mission said, the gears on our mission was Avalo B'Shabbos. In the of the Gemara on yesterday's stuff, we said that maybe he didn't have the gears of Avalo B'Shabbos, but our mission is B'Shabbos. So the Gemara says right away here at the, where the lines get wide. You're allowed to lower fruits that are sitting on the roof that are about to get damaged by the rain. You're allowed to lower them through the skyline on Yom, but not on Shabbos. So wait a minute. Here we see, we're not talking about you have to eat it right away. The food was anyway uh, being laid out in the sun, and it was muktz anyway. So it just means that you want to prepare. You want to. You're allowed, the rabbis allowed you to save it uh, from destruction on Yantav, but not on Shabbos. So here you see the Yantav and Shabbos. Not talking about where you're going to eat it. So the Gemara of Raminu Mishil and Derech Harubah Yantav Avlo B'Shabbos. How can you say in our Mishnah Amen Shantav Shabbos Elochal Nevesh B'Vad Shabbos Yantav all the same Elochas? Right, all these things were also Yantav Kavachom B'Shabbos all the same. Here you see the previous Mishnah, the first Mishnah in the parish, that there's a difference between Yantav and Shabbos. And Yantav, you're allowed to lower fruits from the roof, 
and on Shabbos not. Amr Yosef, so Yosef says, you're right, it's a stira. And the answer is that there's two different, there are two different authors. Amr Yosef, look, Hasha, Har Rablazer, Rabbi Yeshua. There's Machlokes, Rabbi Yeshua, and, and Rablazer in the following case. Titania, Oso Vespino, you're not allowed to shecht a mother and child or a father and child of an animal on the same day. Oso Vespino, lo echad. Let's say Oso Vespino fell into a boar. They fell into a pit and they're in danger of dying. So Rablazer, Omer Malos, Abisha, and Amanas, Lashokto. It's Anyantif now, what do you do? You can bring up the first, you know, raise, raise the first, uh, you know, get a rope or whatever and bring the first one out of the, uh, out of the pit in order to shecht it. V'shochto, and you could shecht that one. What about you can't bring up the second one? You can't shecht anymore. You can't shecht that day. So it's muktzah. V'asheni oslo parnasam Feed it in the pit. You're not allowed to. It's muktzah. Because once you shechted the mother, you can't shech the child. Or if you shech the child, you can't shech the mother. So whichever one remained in the pit, you're not allowed. It's muksa. That's Rablezer's opinion. That's Rablezer's opinion. Okay. Uh, so the second one you have to feed in the pit. Kadesh Lomis shouldn't die. That's Rablezer's opinion. Rishuomer, no, you can make a little trick. Malas so we should bring up the first one in order to shecht it, that you're allowed to do on Yantif, but ain't a shecht, you don't shecht. Then you sort of change your mind. Bechoser, then you repeat it, umarim, and you make like a little bit of a deceitful act, and you say, oh, maybe I don't want this one, I want the second one. Umalas Hashem, Malasheni, brings up the second one, then Ratzazach shecht, Ratzazach, he shecht whichever ones he wants. In other words, he plays a little ruse in order to bring them both up. You're allowed to. So what do you see over here? Yeshua is mekel when it comes to Yantif. Right? More mekel when, when it comes to Yantif. Rabbi Lezer says, no, Rabbi Lezer is not mekel when it comes to Yantif. Right? Rabbi Lezer said, no, you can only bring up one, and the other one you can't bring up at all. So we say the same thing over here. Explains Rashi. Rashi says here that, um, what do you do? Um, Rabbi Lezer, the, the, the end of the mission, which says there's no difference in Yantif and Shabbos, Right, because there goes on Yantav just like on Shabbos. That even when there's a loss involved, right, the same thing. That's Rebbelezer Shita, meaning the mission, the first mission of the parish that says you're allowed to uh, save the fruits from the roof on Yantav. That's Rebbelezer's opinion. Who's more makely? He says you could play a shtick, you could play a little ruse, and bring both animals up, and people won't know. You know, you say, oh, I wanted this animal. No, maybe this animal doesn't look so good. I'll bring up the other one. So you really still need, you really need both of them. You could play that game. And that's what Bishua says. Rabbi says, no, they don't, you're not allowed to bring up the second one. Even if it's a loss of money, the animal might die. Do the best you can feed the animal in the pit, but you're not allowed to bring up the animal. So the, the first Mishnah, well, because of Hefzad Mamun, were Makel, that goes to Rabbi Yeshua. And he's Makel when it comes to lowering the fruits from the roof. And Rabbi, and Rabbi Lezer says, no, we're not Makel. So in our second Mishnah, the, our Mishnah that we learned yesterday on Amid Beis, goes like Rabbi Lezer, who says there's no Dimson Yantav and Shabbos except for Ochel Nefesh. And the first Mishnah will go like Rabbi Yeshua. That's what the Gemara wants to say. It says normally Abayah, so Abayah said to him, no. Said to Rabbi Yosef, no. Mimai, how do you know that the that's the mach, that this is the, the base of the machlokis that the first mission is Rabbi Shua, the second one is Rabbi Lazar? Where do Rabbi Lazar say Where do Rabbi say don't bring up the second animal when the two animals fell into the pit, mother and child? Don't bring up the second one because you have an option. You could feed the animal, the second animal, feed in the pit, and it won't die. But over here, when you're on the your rooftop, it's raining now and all your fruits, your fruits that you laid out to dry are going to get ruined, 
There's no, there's no possibility there to save him other than to load him through the roof. So maybe Rebbe Lezer would also be loaded in the first mission of the Perak, Mashiach, Peres, Defer, Rebbe, Beyond, Rebbe, Lezer, Shabbos. Maybe Rebbe Lezer would agree with that too. In Amiyad, come and come to Yeshua, somewhere Rebbe Yeshua say over there, bring up both animals with the, with the ruse. Ella de Efshalom, you could play a shtick. People won't know. People say you bring up the second animal. Why'd you bring up the second animal? You could have shech the first one. Oh, people will say, well, you want the better one. You want the fatter one, the one that'll give you a nicer yantif. So maybe that's the reason. But over here, you can't play any games. If you're lowering the fruits to the roof and it's about to rain, people know what you're doing. Right? So uh, people know what the shtick is. And therefore, maybe Rabbi Yeshua would not agree with the first Mishnah. Just because he says in the case of the two animals, you can bring up both of them with the ruse, doesn't mean you could lower the, lower the fruits to the roof. There, you're obviously trying to save the fruits, which are muktzah. They're muktzah to eat. They were set aside, and yet you allow them to lower them through the roof. So, therefore, you can't say the first mission is of Yeshua, the second mission of Blesser, Elam Rapapa Lokasha. And this is a very important machlokas Basham Basil. In other words, the one who said, uh, there's a difference between Basham Basil, what's at that time? Basham Yom Emotsian. You're not to carry out losa cutting losa lulav sefer Torah. Lishus harabim. You can't carry a yantif, a child, or a lulav, or a sefer Torah. Why? Because it does. It's not involved in food. What do we say? Ein ben Shabbos liyantif el ochel nefesh bavad. Yeah, only ochel nefesh, not these other things. So yantif is just as usher as Shabbos. Beisul matir and beisul says you're allowed to. And Rashi explains. Rashi before the Mishnah and the wide lines, right? Uh, Rashi says. Um, about four lines down into the wide. In other words, you're not to carry Shlotzarch. That's that's Rebbe Lezer, That's Rebbe Shami's opinion. You can't carry Shlotzarch. But even when there's a loss of money, you can't do it. In other words, our second Mishnah goes like Beishamai. That ain't Beishamai's yontav elochel nefesh bovad. If it's not elochel nefesh, you're carrying a child to shul or you're taking a sefer Torah to lay. No, you can't do that on yontav. Why? Only ochel nefesh, nothing else. That's Beishamai's opinion. Whereas Beishol says no, Matir, and Beishol says you're allowed to. Why? Because Beishol holds in the fifth line in, in the wide lines in Rashi, That's the concept we have in Since you're allowed to carry out L'tzorach ochel nefesh, you're allowed to carry out also Shalol L'tzorach ochel nefesh. Torah. It's not a Ched Rabban. You're allowed to carry on Yantav, period. Shalol L'tzorach also. Therefore, therefore, the first Mishnah that says Mashil and Peres Derech Harubi Yantav Avelo B'Shabbos, Ein Ben Shabbos Yantav Elochon Mashin. No, not quite. That's B'Shamis Shita Ein Ben Shabbos Yantav Elochon Avish Bavad. But Beisol says there's more than that because Mitoch Shutol Tzorach Achol Nefesh. You're allowed to since you're allowed to carry Tzorach Achol Nefesh. You're allowed to carry also Shalol Tzorach, and that's Beisham. That's Beisol Shita, and therefore they allowed you to lower the uh, the fruits from the roof. Even though it's muktza, because mitoch shudol tzorcha tanami shudol tzorcha. So since you're allowed to carry, they also were not goes where it comes to tilta. But tilta nami goes rabbanan. Even though it's muktza to eat, but you can't carry it. You can't pick it up. And therefore, that's the machlet machlo. So the second mission goes. Beisham first mission goes like Beis Hillo. Says Gemara. Okay, so Gemara says Dumaloi. Ad kan lekom Beis Shami hasam elahot saw. Beis is talking about you can't carry. Right, you can't carry. You can only carry four food. You can't carry other things. But maybe they were not goes on moving things around, carrying it or lowering it through the roof. There's this tilto. There's ato tilto is the yisur daraisa. Right, is one of thirty-nine melachas. You can't carry. Tiltal is a drabanan, but tiltal is only also because of otzah. Says Rashi right before the Mishnah. 
There's no way to carry something unless you pick it up first, right? You have to pick it up to move it. But the reason why they were gozer on tilt was because of what saw. Since Beishami holds you can't carry, so the Rabbana were gozer, you shouldn't pick it up either. Why, if that's the case, why can't you say so? If that's the case, if you can't carry something on Yantif, unless it's food, you shouldn't be able to carry anything in the house. Right? It's impossible not to be able to carry within the house, so therefore they can't make exeri, you can't carry at all. But they made exeri, you can't carry from, uh, uh, because where, where Hotsa is also, right, you can't carry from one place to another, you also can't be metaltal, and therefore therefore the first Mishnah is Beis Hill, and the second Mishnah is Beis Shammai. That ain't Ben Yantif, that Rev is also on Shabbos, is also on Yantif, except for Ochel Nefesh, literally, whereas Beis Hill holds, Mitoch Shur Hotsarach, Hotnami Shalol Hotsarach. And uh, Tiltal, that's the Arisa, and the Tiltal is Drabbanan, so when you're not Gozer, when Beis Hill says, we're, you're allowed, therefore they were also not, the Rabbanan were not Gozer, that's a Daraisa. the Rabbanan were not Gozer on Tiltal, whereas according to Beis Shammai, that also is Asr Torah, even on Yantif, the Rabbanan were Gozer there, Tiltal also, and therefore the first mission would not come out like Beis Shammai, only the second mission of Beis Shammai, the first mission is Beis Hill. We've learned the concept of Tchum Shabbos, which according to most, most uh, of the Mepharshim, most uh, Tanoim, except Rabbi Kiva and, and a few others, uh, is only Nisad Rabbanim. So what does that mean, Tchum Shabbos? Tchum Shabbos is just like Tchum Yantiv. You can only carry within 2,000 Amas from the city limits, or if you're not in a city, from wherever you are. 2,000 Amas. What about animal, your animals and your uh, instruments, uh, or Kalim could be closed also. It's like the owner's the owner. So, for example, if I come to somebody's house on Shabbos or Yontif, and I, um, I already, my Tchum Shabbos is, I have a meal prepared, or some say even if you just designated without a meal, if we had an Erevin, uh, 2,000 Amas out of the city, uh, to the east, I can go 2,000 Amas beyond that, go 2,000 Amas from that point beyond the city. But the owner who I'm taking his, his kalim or his animals from did not do that designation. He can only go up to 2,000 amas out of the city. It goes according to the owner. In other like just like the feet of the owner can only go as far as he can go. The same way, his animals and his kalim. What about, that's fine. If I come in the middle of Shabbos or Yontif and I want to borrow something of his, it's according, it goes according to him. His, his, his limits are... Is, is what desi- his limits are what uh, designates the animal or the kalim, not mine. But what happens if I give my animal to a, to a son or to a shepherd? Same thing, if I gave it to them on Yontif or on Shabbos, they can only go as far as them. Shabbos is more of a problem in terms of uh, carrying and leading the animal. But let's say on Yontif, according to Beis Hillel, you can only go as far as the owner goes, right? What about kem yucharam le'echad menach? What happens if there's several brothers in the house? And certain instruments or clothing are designated for this brother Reuven, and um, and not to the other other brothers. So uh, it's like his feet. Meaning this: there are several people in the house, but these uh, these shoes, let's say, belong to uh, Reuven, and Reuven. He designated he can go to he can go four thousand amas out of the city because he 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 set up a, an area of um, two thousand amas uh, east of the city and he can go another two thousand amas beyond that a total of four thousand amas but the other brothers didn't so if the kalim are designated for him so it goes according to what he made his area 
the ones that are not miyuchet for him, they're miyuchet for everybody, they can only go as far as everybody can go. In other words, you have to take the lowest common denominator. If, if, uh, if uh, three out of four brothers designated their era of 2,000 amas east of the city, but one brother did not, you can only go as far as that one brother goes. Let's say you borrow something from somebody else, if you borrowed an Erev Yantif, if you had an Erev east of the city, goes according to you, but if you only borrowed them on Yantif, so that Erev Yantif, it was in the Rishus of the owner, then it's Karagli Hamashal, it's the one who's lending him, the lender, not the borrower. A woman who borrowed from her friend, Tavlin spices of mine, water and melech and salt. We'll see this is talking about very coarse salt, the salsa for her dough. In other words, it's like according to both of meaning you take the limitation, whoever has the strongest limitation, you can only go as far as, as that. You can only take those um, ingredients as far as both of them can go. If one of them can go further, one of them cannot go. Emolichis says Rashi, three lines from down a page. And the owner, if the owner can only go so far, that's as far as you can go, and that's it. Even though your uh, bakery or your uh, your kitchen, wherever you're cooking, is further away. Butomer, says water doesn't count. Water doesn't count. Water gets absorbed in the uh, in the uh, food, and you don't see it. So therefore, if water went a little bit further, that's not a problem. But we don't pass like Rebuta. It all it all goes according to like we described. So if you go according to Erev, Erev uh, Shabbos or Erev Yantiv. What was it like then? Whose rishus was it in? If it was in the rishus of the owner, the products can only go as far as the owner can go on yantif. If if it was in the rishus of the borrower already at that point, then it can go as far as the as the borrower had designated. So the Gemara says right away, Mastis lo kravdos. The Chara Mishnah does not feel like kravdos. The time of those Omer ba'amila abasholam, as some say abashol said it. Halakech beim mechaver meirav yantif. If you bought an animal, Erev Yantav, even though he only, he only handed it over on Yantav, but the transaction was done on Yantav, according to the, to the feet of the, of, the bar, of the purchaser, meaning if he had designated his uh, Erev farther away to the east, west, north, south, whatever, he goes as far as he goes. If you give your animal to a shepherd, even though you gave it to him on Yantav, it goes according to the shepherd, as far as the shepherd can go. Our mission says if you only give it to him on Yantav, it's the only car as far as the owner goes. If there's only one shepherd in town, everybody knows, everybody who, uh, uh, all the uh, animal owners know, they give their animal to, to Yankel, the, the shepherd, because he's the one who knows how to graze the animals, get them to eat. So everybody knows that. So even before Yantav, there's only one shepherd in town. Everybody knows that you're going to give the, every day you're going to give the, that animal to that shepherd, even on Yantav. So even though you only gave it to him on Yantav, but it was known before Yantav that that, um, that shepherd was going to uh, take that animal out for grazing. And, and where as far as the shepherd can go, that's as far as the animal can go. And that doesn't go according to the owner, it goes according to the shepherd. But in our mission, speaking about where there are two shepherds, and you don't know which one you're going to use, and the owner didn't decide. So since he didn't decide, it goes according to the feet of the owner as far as the owner can go. Here we're talking about our mission, talking about where two shepherds, so you don't know who he was going to give it to on Yontif, and because of that, it goes according to the owner's feet, not according to one of the shepherds. They can, you can prove this also, that Tony lived no Olaroa, Our mission says, if you gave it to your son or Oloroa, meaning there was a choice, then it goes according to the, according to the feet of the owner, 
what, what his situation was, Arab Yontif, as far as he can go. So again, we see this idea that the animals or clothing, whatever it is, utensils can only go as far as the owner's Arab is, Arab Yontif Banish Mushes. is like Rav Dosa, meaning that it goes according to, it goes according to the person who bought it, or the person who was given it on Yontif. Rabbi Yochanan says, Rauchas, Allah is like Gestam Mishnah, and our mission just said, Tanan Habahim of Akalim Karagli Habalim. It goes according to the owner, not according to the purchaser or according to the shepherd who got on Yantip. We already explained that. One's Baroach, one's Vishnei Rachim. In other words, if there's only, Rav Dosa was talking about where there's only one shepherd, so everybody knows, even Erev Yantip, even when I haven't given it to the shepherd or I haven't given it over to the purchaser, but I know he's going to pick it up on Yantip and he's going to take it from me on Yantif, so therefore it goes according to what he designated the Roas. Erev on Yantif. Again, remember that Tchum is Drabonim. Tan Rabonim. Sham Shishalu Cholak Echad B'Shutfus. Two people bought one shirt in, uh, or they borrowed a shirt uh, together in partnership. Meaning, Zelech Moshacharis. Well, the base manager. One was going to use it Yantif morning to go to the, sh- to, to the base manager to learn. Zelech Moshacharis. The base manager. One was going to use the same shirt Erev Yantif in the night of Yantif, the night before uh, to his meal on Yantif. Both of them were going to use it on Yantif. Let's say it was Reuven and Shimon. One made, Reuven made a, his Erev to the north of town, 2,000 arms to the north of town, let's say, and one 2,000 arms to the south of town. Okay, or let's give a different example, like Rashi says. <clears throat> one made his Erev 1,000 amas north of town, Reuven. The other made his, his Erev 1,000 amas south of town. So, again, the town is considered like one point. Within the town, if it's a big city, you can carry as much as you want through the city. So it's either from the town limit, a thousand amas north, one made a thousand, one made a thousand amas south. The one who made a thousand amas north, how far can he walk? He can walk three thousand amas to the north. A thousand amas within the first, the first thousand amas from the city that everybody can go. And then he made his Erev up there, a thousand amas there. So he can go two thousand amas north from there, a total of three thousand amas. South of the town, he can only go one thousand amas, because since he designated his Erev a thousand amas north of the town, so how far south can he go? That 1,000 amas from his point down to the town and 1,000 amas below that. The one who made it in the south, just the reverse. He can go 3,000 amas to the south and 1,000 amas to the north. So the Gemara is like this. The one who made it in the north can only go as far as the one who made it in the south, meaning he can only go the 1,000 amas above, as far as the south, the southern guy goes, because they have a Peshutvus. Bezesh Aravol of the Dorom, the one who made it in the south. Mahalach Ladorom, Karagle Misha Aravol of and he can only go 1,000 amas south, he can't go further than that. Let's say they made it, let's say they each made it 2,000 amas, one above and one below, they can't move it at all, because he can't even go one step. The one who made it in the north, he can't even go one step to the south, right? Even though technically he can go 2,000 amas in each direction from his Erev, right? He should be able to go, but he can't because the guy in the south made his 2,000 amas to the south and he can only go, so the guy in the north can only go as far as the southern guy can go, meaning he can't go at all if, it's, if they made a 2,000 amas above. See, when you made a 2,000 amas above the city, he can go a, t- a, t- a total distance of 4,000 amas, right? From the city, he can go 2,000 amas to his Erev and 2,000 amas beyond that. Meaning from his Erev, he can go 2,000 amas in every direction. But in this case, he can't go at all to the south 
and the guy in the south can't go at all to the north. That's how the Erev works. That's where they own it, Beshutfus, because they can each go as far as the other guy goes. And Rashi explains the whole thing over here. Like I said before, the same, the same thing. But if they made it smack in the middle, Tum Shabbos meets Safan Ladorim, Arba Masalafim, Shnaim Lutzafim, Shnaim Ladorim, Dim Nasnu Eivrov and Zel Lutzaf Alfaim, Lutzafim, Zel Tzafim, Nimsa Tum Shalom, Mutsa Lahefsek, Bain Shnei Eivrov, Lo Yosef, you can't leave it at all. That's fine with the owner Peshutis. Itmar on that, Shmet Shnaim Shlakul Chavis Behemah. So that's what he says, that's what the Brysa said, that they did it Peshutis. Let's say, it wasn't. So in this case, they barred it b'shutfus. They were each going to share in it and give it back at the end of Yontif, let's say, that shirt. Let's say two people bought Shnaim Shalak, who were at the first of the wide lines of the Gemara. Shnaim Shalak, b'shutfus. Two people brought, they bought a barrel and they bought an animal b'shutfus in order to split it up the next day. That's what they, that was with their intention. They bought these things together. <clears throat> Rashi says, um, that they brought it to split them with the intention of splitting it on Yantif morning. On Yantif morning, they were each going to have take half the barrel, break it down into two, and they were going to split the animal into two. The Shech didn't split it up. So what's the halacha? What's the halacha here in terms of how far you can take it? So Rav says, asura. What are we talking about here? He says, Chavos Muteres Rashi says, each person has his own Erev. So he says, the Chavis, each person could, when they, when they split it up, each person could take the Erev to whatever he was going to go, as far as his Erev was. But the Behema is Asura. The Behema, you cannot take as far as you're going to go. Only where they can both go. When it's where it's mutter for both of them to go, that's the deal with the Behema. In other words, their Erev was set for the Behema only as far as both of them can go. But the Chavis was destined to break up. What's going on? What's the machlok? So, what's, what's the halach? Rab says, Chavos Muteris, you can go as far as you can go. Behem Asura. Shmuel says, no. Chavos Nami Asura. You can't take, you can't Chavos. Why? Because at Erev Yontif, when they started, uh, it wasn't yet split up. Mike's of Rab. What does Rab hold? In other words, Shmuel could say, Ain Brera. We don't know. After they split it up, we don't know who was designated in advance to get what share. And therefore, each owned the whole thing together, Erev Yontif. And therefore, they can only take the, their items on Yontif, whether it's the barrel or the animal, after it's been split up as far as each one, as far as both of them could have gone, as far as, again, the lowest common denominator could have gone, Erev Yontif. If he holds Yesh Brera, meaning after it was split up, it, was pre, it shows that it was predetermined which share who was going to get. And therefore, what he got eventually, he should be able to take as far as, as, far as he can go, regardless of where the other guy can go. So I feel even the animal should also be mutter. Why does Rav say, even the behemoth should be mutter? If he holds ain brera, it's not determined. I feel Rav holds yesh brera. You know why it's different by an animal? Because by an animal, all parts of the animal take nourishment from the other parts. It's impossible to split it. So therefore, you can't say this was predetermined to be mine, that was predetermined to be yours. That's why an animal is different, whereas, whereas by the Chobos, you could say that. Amil Rav Khan Ravasi, Larav, logically, you're incorrect. What do you mean? If it was Usr, if it was Usr because, you know, you weren't going to use that, that portion, 
What about the fact that it's muktzah? You're worried about chumen. You're worried about chumen that you can't go uh, the two thousand amos of your direction. You got to worry about your partners or as far as he can go. What about isra of muktzah? There was also the fact that you knew in advance that the share that your brother, that your partner was going to get, you weren't going to be able to use. So it's also muktzah. So if you if you're worried about chumen, why aren't you worried about muktzah? And the, and and say the same thing, and therefore it should all be aser. So so they they led some logically. Rav Rav didn't give an answer. In other words, basically, logically, you can argue that there shouldn't be nothing between the barrel and between the animals. Listen, what Rashi says: Anan Sadi in the second of the wide lines in Rashi. Anan Sadi Everybody knows. We all know that I was only going to get half the animal and half the barrel, and the part that was going to be used, I can't use. Vimayu wrote some laachla. Why don't you say, I can't eat any part of my animal, right? I got half the animal. I should say also, if you're saying because of the unica, the nourishment, so I shouldn't be able to eat any part. I got the liver, let's say. I can't eat the liver because uh, part of the liver was set aside for the other guy. So whatever I eat, I'm eating something from the other guys too. So so therefore, to take Yishtachoma, you're worried about Aren't you worried about the fact that it's mukta? So, Rav's, it's hard to understand Rav's Svara. So the Gemara says, Shasik Rav, Rav is quiet, he didn't give an answer. My Havli, what's the halacha? So Rav Hoshia says, Yesh Breira, in both cases. You're allowed, when you split up the barrel and the animal on Yontif morning, Yesh Breira, you say when it was split up that retroactively was determined you were going to get which share you were going to get. And therefore you could take it as far as your, as far as your feet will take you based on your Arab, you could take it there and he can take it as far as his Arab takes him. Rav says, Aim Breira on both of them. And therefore, it's, again, it's sort of like the case of the guys who borrowed a shirt together. Each one can only take as far as the other guy can go. So the same thing over here. Ain Breira, when you split it up, we don't say it was predetermined. And since an Erev Yontif, they had different, each one had a different uh, limitation. You have to go according to that limitation, according to each of the people. So more now, you go into wherever you have this Breira, you have this discussion of Savar Avoshi, Yesh Breira, says Yesh Breira, does he hold it? At the time we learn... Remember, we had this case back before in Dafyud. Hames Babayas, a dead person's in the house. It's got many doors, but the doors are all closed. Cool and Tameim. Allah is, it's Allah Hamashmisinai that where the, the, the doorway under which the mace is going to leave is Tameh. So if anything comes into that, into that doorway, even though it's not under the same roof, that place is Tameh. But if there's many doorways, they're all Tameh. If one of the doors was open, uh, who told me that only that doorway is to, is tummy? The other one's a tor. He thought about oh, taking out through one of them. The door wasn't open yet, but the man thought the person with the chaver kedisha was going to take him from that door. When he thought he, when he made up his mind to take him to that door, then oh, alone or through a window, or through a proper window, saves the other ones. Meaning only that door is tummy. The other ones are tummy. That's only if he thought about it before the guy died. After he died, his thought doesn't, his, his mind, his designation in his mind doesn't help. Even after the person died, after the guy died, the Hever Kadisha guy said, I'll t- I said to himself, I'm going to take it out of door number one. At that point, door, only under door number one is, t- is telling me the other one's not. It doesn't mean that something that was there, if you had items under the different doorways and the guy's dead now, and now this Hever uh, Kadisha guy says, I'm going to take it out of door number one. And are you going to say retroactively that the other items under door number two and number three, number four, which were Tameh or now Tor? No. Rosh says, no, it's only to Mutar things that come into the doorways going forward, not retroactively, right? 
So you see, she doesn't hold the bread. You don't say, since I had in mind now that I'm going to take it through door number one, retroactively, that was the only one that was Tomei, and the other ones are Torah. You don't say retroactively, so she doesn't hold the bread. So Gemara says, I'll change around, change around. We gave an answer. We said, what's the halacha here in the case of the barrel and the animal? So one says, Rav Hoshi has yesh bre, Rav Yochman says, ain brera, switch it around. Rav Hoshi Yomer, ain brera, like we see over here in the case of the mess. Rav Yochman, yesh brera, says, do you think Rav Yochman holds a brera? But we had another famous case. When brothers split up, you know, if you buy something, if I buy your piece of land, it goes back in Yovah. We all know that, Allah and the Torah. What about brothers who split up a Yerusha? The man left a large parcel of, uh, of land, and the son, after he died, his son split it up. So does it go back in Yovah and it's re-split? Or is, do you say, no, whatever they got was predetermined? So Rabbi Yochan says, They're like purchasers. There were three brothers, they split up the land. On Yovel, they have to give it back to one another, and they resplit it again. Why? Because it's not that so. You don't say whichever share was determined to get after death. That was his. We have Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Each one was designated, and Yerusha doesn't go back in Yovel. If you get a Yerusha, you don't have to give it back. It's yours forever. So do you say Yerusha is, is a Yerusha, Yerusha, or do you say, no, it's like Lekuchos? So Rabbi Yochanan says, Lekuchos and man, they go back to But you don't say that whichever share Reuben, Shimon, and Levi were, were going to get after death was predetermined that it was his. He was a Yerusha as if he was an only son, and he doesn't have to give it back in Yovel. Uh, nobody to give back then to, right? You don't give it back to Yovel, it's yours forever. So you don't say that, Rabbi Yochanan, but rather, Lekuchos and Machzir, you don't say Breira, Vechitema, I will tell me, and so how could you say Rabbi Yochanan holds a Breira? Here you see he doesn't hold a Breira. Vechitema, Kiles, Rabbi Yochanan, Breira, but the Raisa. He doesn't hold a Breira by a Din Torah. Yerusha is a Din Torah. Lam like or Yovel is a Din Torah. It's got to go back at at 50 year mark. All the lands go back that were purchased. They go back to the original owner. So there he says that by Adaraisa, we don't want to say Breira and, and take it out of the rules of Yovel and say it's in din of Yerusha and it doesn't have to go back. We're afraid of that. So there he doesn't hold the Breira. Abel Berabonan, which is Tchum Shabbos, maybe he holds a Breira. That's what I wish of Abel Drummond Islay. The famous case, Ayo says, Ayo is a Chacham. He said, Rabbi Yudah says, What's the famous case? A man is in a city. And he heard that one of the Rabbanim is coming to town, but he doesn't know, and, and he's going to be right outside of town. And within, within the 4,000 hours out of town, so what does a man do? He's not sure if the rabbi is going to come to the east or to the west. So before Yontif or before Shabbos, he sets an Erev up to the east, 2,000 hours out of the city, which enables him to go 4,000 hours in total from east of the city. And he sets up one west in the same way. And he says, you know what? Wherever the Tamar Chacham comes to, that's my designation. Okay, that's what he says. Or if two Tamidachamer are coming, and one's going to be in one, and one's going to be in the other, one to the east, one, I'm setting up two, and Shabbos morning I'll decide who I want to go hear Torah from. Right? I'll, I'll decide. I can go forth to the east or to the west. My decision. Rebutus says, no. You can't be on both rabbis and say, I'll decide Shabbos morning which rabbi I'm going to hear to the east or the west. In other words, if it's only one Tamidachamer, and he's coming, you're not sure where he's going to go, to the east or the west, and you set up your air of, again, east and west, and you're going to decide Shabbos morning which one you're going to go to. That you can do. You can do it by one rabbi, but not by two. The You can't go both, right? He says, he says you can say, if he went to the west, I'll go to the west, but I can't do both. 
Why can't you go both when there's, when there's two rabbis here? When there's two rabbis, you can't say, I'll go to whichever rabbi I want to listen to. There you can't do. Because you can't decide on Shabbos morning which one was predetermined at Erev Shabbos, which one we're going to use. The same thing if it's one rabbi, and you're not sure if he's going to come to the east or to the west. And, well, how did the rabbi get in there, by the way? The answer is he was within the 4,000 Amas Erev Shabbos. Right, he was within the four thousand, but you don't know exactly where he's going to be, right? So you don't know where he's going to be. So he was within the four thousand. You don't know if he, he was within four thousand almost Arab Shabbos, but you don't know if he's going to go to the east or to the west. Maybe he was at the north side, and he could have gone either way. You don't know, and you're going to decide Shabbos morning. It's also a problem. What's if it's two rabbis? I'm going to decide which rabbi, east or west, or if it's one rabbi, I don't know where he is, east or west. I don't know which where he's going to go, and I can decide Shabbos morning. It's also Barah. Rabbi Yochan says, no, 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 no. The Chacham already came. He was there in town. He was already on the east or the west when Shabbos started, Bein You just don't know. You didn't find out until messengers came back and told you where he is. So it's not like Shabbos morning, you're going to decide, the Mafreya was decided which one I wanted. You already, he was already there. And you said, Erev Shabbos, if the Chacham is to the east now, Erev Shabbos, Bein then I'm going to use the one that I made to the east. If he's on the west, I'm going to use the one to the west. The point is, there's no braira over here. Erev Shabbos, I'm effectively saying, wherever the Chacham is, that's my, that's my, I'm not saying Shabbos morning, I'm going to decide, and retroactively it's going to take an effect. No. Erev Shabbos, banish mushes, it took effect. Alma, lesser of Bechem doesn't hold the braira, even by a drabonan. So, again, Rav Hoshia doesn't hold the braira, apparently. And Rabbi Yochum doesn't hold the prayer. So what do you mean? Everybody holds the prayer. So what's the sheet? My Havila, we said, what's the deal with the Chavis and the Bema? What's the Machlokas? One says prayer, one says not prayer. I'm less like prayer. Don't switch it around. And Ravoshia, who says, yes, prayer. And I said, you proved Ravoshia holds, doesn't hold the prayer in the case of the dead body with the doors. Vechiles, Ravoshia prayer, but Doraisa, by Doraisa. What's Doraisa? And Rashi explains that Tumas Meis is a Doraisa, there's no Brera there, and Derech Yitziyosa is Allah HaMashim Sinai. Is Allah HaMashim Sinai, whichever doorway is going to be used by the mess, that doorway is Tomei right now, anything in that doorway is Tomei, even though it's not within the oil of the mess. Right? There he doesn't hold the Brera. And there he says that what? That even when you decide which doorway you are going to use, any items that come into that doorway now are Tame, and the other, any items that come into the door, other doorways are Tar. But by Rabbanan, like this case of Tchum Shabbos and the Chavis de Bema, he holds of it. So he will say that if two guys uh, bought a, uh, a barrel and an animal, Air of Yon to Peshutvis, and they're going to split them up in the morning. They're going to break the barrel into two, uh, somehow break it, and then the animal, they're going to shecht and, and split into two. Uh, each one could take it as far as his own feet can go. He's not limited by the other one. Why? Because there is Brewer by a Drabona, and this is a Drabona. Darsh Marasutra Lachkarabosha, Ravasutra Salachkarabosha, meaning, again, that there is Brewer over here when it comes to a Drabona. Amr Shmuel, Shor Shal Patam, a shore that belonged to an animal. To a, a breeder, a man who fattened up the animals, it's known that he's going to sell to anybody. He, he's just he's fattening up. He's there for sale. So even if a person comes on Yanta from another city, right? Call on me from another person. He can go according to the, that animal can go as far as the person, the purchaser, because it's known in advance that he's not really going to keep it for himself. So he's going to sell to whoever's going to come. And he, even from out of town, people go to this animal breeder and even somebody from out of town may show up. So it goes according to his feet. Sure, she'll roa. But if in a city, 
you have a, sh- a shepherd who works in that town, he also sells, but he sells basically people in that city. He's not known as a seller. So Rashi says that the wide lines here on he could take to wherever he wants, wherever his feet will take him. As soon as, since this guy always sells, the breeder sells, he's only, it's, you know, he's got a big sign, big advertising. He sells all over through the whole district. So uh, Esther already was already the Rishus of whoever was going to buy it, right? And again, uh, you say, is it Brera according to that guy? Yeah, this is a Rabbana, and then we hold like Ravosha. Shor Shoroa, the one who's Megadal in that city, and he only sells sometimes to his neighbors, the people who know him, but he doesn't sell to out-of-town people. Then he's like the people of that city, go 2,000 homes to whoever bought him in that city. It's not Ma'akib, it goes according to the person who bought it, because he normally sells to people, but only in that city, not in other cities. All right, we'll pick it up here tomorrow. Tomorrow again, we're at the, back to our regular time of 5.20, 10.20 Eastern. Have a good day. Just a reminder uh, that uh, if you enjoy the Stav podcast and you know anyone else who may benefit from it, please share it with them. Please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. By doing so, we can help make sure that many around the world with limited time have the opportunity to learn the daily daf. Thank you. Chodesh Tov.